welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm glad you're taking time to listen. Uh, this is going to be the first in a variety of, of episodes. We're going to start theming out a few more things, uh, especially as we're getting closer to relaunching or actually launching the brand new Kid Ministry Collective website. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff that's coming your way as children's ministry leaders, and we're excited to share it with you soon. Um but we're going to be having a special blog there uh, with, with, with some great information and helpful ideas. We'll be reviewing books and resources as well as posting interviews. Uh, we'll also be sharing uh, podcast content uh, on the site as well as our show notes. Uh, it'll be a simple way to find our show notes and the links that we talk about uh, during the podcast uh, each time. And uh, we're going to be talking about things like volunteers and healthy teams, healthy leaders, healthy ministries, uh, talking about just Kidman basics uh, and how do we engage parents and families? Uh, what can we do? So we'll be hitting a lot of those topics. And I, I was totally inspired by my pastor at my church. Uh, pastor Nick uh, shared a fantastic message this morning and uh, I'm recording this on Sunday afternoon and just felt like, you know what? I need to share this message. Um, and uh, eventually I'm going to, when the church releases a video of it all, I'll, I'll be sharing it in some Facebook groups uh, because I believe it was that powerful. And I think that so many of us ministry leaders needed to hear this, even though it wasn't aimed at children's ministry leaders or ministry leaders in general, it was aimed at the body of Christ. And that's kind of where, you know, it's been interesting. I've been doing a lot of different reading and researching uh, for uh, restoring leaders and helping uh, coaching and mentoring leaders that are going through hard seasons as I do. And uh, one of the things that I've been looking at is all the labels that people get stuck with. And all of a sudden, here I am, uh, our pastor came back from a sabbatical season and uh was just super refreshed and on fire and just started talking about labels. And I thought, wow, that is really crazy because that was what I was thinking about doing uh, for some blog posts and for a podcast. So we're going to dive into this uh, and we're calling this, what label do you carry? Um, or something like that. I'm not sure what the final title is going to be, but we're talking about labels. And I want to ask you a question. How do you label yourself? Organized, disorganized, emotional, not emotional, people-focused, program-focused, uh, creative, not creative, uh, fly by the seat of my pants, got to have a task list. I hate task lists. What, how do you label yourself? Good speaker, not a good speaker. Admin focused, not admin focused. We put labels on ourselves. We grab labels. We also have labels that other people have given to us. And that was the second question that I wanted to ask is, 
how do other people label you or how do you think they label you? Sometimes we pick up labels and we hold on to labels that have been said about us. Stupid, foolish, heavy, skinny, too tall, too short, too this, too that, whatever. Impulsive, I, I don't know, over-emotional. Uh, we grab onto labels. And some of those labels, we just put too much weight on. And those labels define us. Or I should say, we let them define us. And so we need to be thinking about, should we be holding on to some? And, 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 and you know, we, we are a politically charged society right now. And so it's conservative, not conservative. Or conservative or liberal. Republican, Democrat. Right, left. We, we are even doing this in the church. Progressive, not progressive. Affirming, not affirming. Whatever. We, as the followers of Christ, need to get our act together. I'm trying to figure out how to say this nicely. Um, but I'm tired of labels. I'm tired of believing labels for myself. I'm tired of seeing labels that so many other people are being held back on by and crippled by the labels that someone has assigned to them that they have mistakenly taken on and owned instead of throwing it off. So here comes the big question. How does God label you? Because let me tell you, he labels you with love. He labels you with love. I want to encourage us as the children's ministry community. If you're a listener of the Kid Ministry Collective, I want to challenge you for the next couple of weeks to dig into the book of Ephesians. Read it and read it and read it again and read it again and read it again. And let the Father's love letter sink into your heart and mind. You know, in the first three chapters, it's all about who you are because of what he did, what Jesus Christ did on the cross. But chapters four through six are all about how you and I are to live in the light of who he labels us to be, who we are really defined as. Do you realize what the scripture says? For he has chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight, in love. He chose us. The Father has chosen you and I in Christ Jesus before the creation of the world. And here's labels that we should hold on to. Holy, blameless. Yeah, because you see, the Father selects you and I. Now, granted, we're not talking. I'm not getting into the whole predestination and this and all that. Uh, I loved how my pastor said it. 
And, and I totally agree with them. I'm so thankful. I heard another pastor from the stage say this because I've always believed it in my heart. You know, it's ultimately up to God. And I don't know why people fight over these things because only God knows, but we try to decipher and discern because we want the scriptures to fit us. And that's been the huge thing in our generation. I've never seen it so prevalent where people take scripture and they want to make it fit today's culture when it's really meant to change our culture. And it's meant to be read in a way that we see the truth that is timeless and perfect. And the fact that God, God the Father says he has selected us is not whether, you know, we're not going to dive into whether, you know, we need to accept him or whether he's already chosen us and blah, blah, blah. That's not the point of this podcast, okay? So I'm not going to get hung up on there. But what I am going to get hung up on is the fact that the, it says in, in Ephesians 1, 4, that he chose us in him. What a beautiful, beautiful picture that our Father has chosen you and me. I want you to grab onto that label. I want you to let that sink in. He chose you to be holy and blameless. Why? Because of what Jesus did. And you can stand holy and blameless in his sight. We let past mistakes, we let what has been said in the past about us start to define us. And we forget that only the Father can name us. You know, when in the Roman culture, when you were adopted, because that's really what this is talking about, is being adopted into God's family. When you were adopted in the Roman culture, what that meant is not only were you going to get a new name, but you were going to get a, a really a new identity. You were going to be known as something totally different. But not only that, all of your debts, all of your mistakes, everything that was on your slate was completely destroyed. And you were given a brand new slate, a new story, a blank slate where the new would be defining you. All of your debts would be canceled. You're given a new name and a clean slate. When you're adopted into God's family because he chose you to be holy and blameless, you your slate is clean. My brothers and sisters listening to this podcast, you may be struggling like I have been sometimes with things of the past, sins of the past, mistakes of the past, labels of the past. And I was reminded in a deep heartfelt level today, I was adopted. And when I was adopted, all of that was broken. Those chains were broken by God's grace that he lavished upon us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure for which he purposed in Christ to put into effect. Wow, we sing that song. Who the son, whom the son sets free is free indeed. Why? Because we're a child of God. The son sets us free. It's in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches 
of God's grace. There's a label. I am free. I am chosen. I am free. I am holy. I am blameless. Start wearing those labels, my friends, and watch what happens in your life and in your ministry. When we measure our life against God's holiness, yes, we come up short. The label of sinner is correct. But when we accept Christ Jesus, that label is stripped off and forgiven is the new label that he puts on us. And not only that, but then God the Spirit seals that label with all the authority of heaven. Wow. We become something bigger than ourselves. What an amazing thing. And in the book of Ephesians, one of the things you'll notice is that Paul, at first, he's always using the word we. And then by the time he gets to verse 13 and 14, where he starts talking about how the Holy Spirit is sealing us, it changes to you to show every Jew and every Gentile that the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit and the sealing of God's gift of grace in us, that new label, that new identity is given to us, all of us, you and I. He says, in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ Jesus. See the transition, we to you? And when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. That's verses 12 and 13. See the label changed. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. The seal is made official. And and a, and a legal seal back then was only as powerful as the person who put the ring in the wax. Now think about that seal that has been placed on you, the label that has been placed on you as someone who has been chosen, who's been forgiven, who's been made holy and blameless, who is called, who is a servant, who is a pastor, who is a teacher, who is a shepherd. Those labels are sealed by the power of the Almighty God through the Holy Spirit and through the Son. The power of the Trinity is here in this passage. And what I want you to remember is that God is the one who sets it all up for us. God is the one he selects us, the sun sets us free, and the spirit secures it all in us and through us. Wow. What he's done reveals who he is and how he will tra transform us how we are. What an amazing thing. As Paul writes in this chapter, in the first chapter, he finishes with the, the, this verse in verse 18. And he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. My friends, 
how are labels affecting you? Are they hindering you from fulfilling the calling inside of you? Do you feel like, oh, I'm just not a good recruiter? I want you to strip that label off. I'm not a good planner. Strip that label off. I'm not creative enough. Strip that label off. I'm not. Anytime you use the I'm not, you know that's a false label. Because God says you are. You are mine. You are chosen. You are holy. You are blameless. You are known. You are called. You are equipped. You are a peacemaker. <laughs> you are a servant. You are a pastor. You're a teacher. But you know what? Stop pursuing the earthly labels. Some of us are so consumed by labels. We want titles. We want status. We want to be influencers. Stop pursuing those labels that are meant for the earth. Start pursuing the Father's label and watch what happens. I'm praying that God's going to show me, even in a greater way in these next few weeks, the labels he has given me. I'm asking for that. I don't want to walk or chase the wrong label. I want to pursue the right ones. And I, I challenge you to go through the book of Ephesians and see the labels that God gives us. My friends, it's time for children's ministry, especially to speak into children and help them see the labels, the right kind of labels, because children are getting labeled. People are telling them, if you, and honestly, they're saying, well, if you don't like the earthly label, let's make another earthly label. You pick it. Instead of saying, what has God designed you to be? Who has God designed you? Who has he created you? He didn't mess up. He didn't make a mistake. He didn't put you in, on this earth to take on a different form. He made you perfect from the womb to the tomb. He designed you. He chose you. He knit you together in your mother's womb, as the scriptures say, perfectly and wonderfully, fearfully made. And yet our sinful world has said he messed up. And telling the children that they need to pick new labels I want to fight back and I want to challenge you as children's ministry leaders to help children see the right kind of labels. But it starts with you and me, my friend. If we're living in the wrong kind of labels, if we aren't getting the right labels, then how will they? That's going to do it for this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. I hope that if you haven't subscribed yet, you will. I hope that if you can share it, you will. I'm hoping if you're not part of the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, come join it. Answer all the questions when you join so that we can welcome you into our group. If you're hurting, if you're struggling with labels, if you're living in the past, if you're letting other things define you other than God's word and you need help, go to restoringleaders.org, schedule a call where we can talk. I would be happy to serve you in that way. Uh, if you haven't heard, there's still there's still room as of this podcast recording in in the in, towards the end of July 
where we have got a Restoring Leaders, a restoration retreat coming up in, in September. If you're interested, get on the the, the Restoring Leaders Facebook page or, or the, excuse me, the website and get signed up. If you're thinking about it, get signed up. These spots are going to fill up and we have a minimum number that has to start uh, to secure the retreat completely uh, That we're in partnership with the, the retreat center that we're working with. Um, they've asked us to set this up this way. And so we're going to honor uh, their graciousness for letting us use their facilities. And it's a beautiful facility on the shore of Lake Erie. It's absolutely going to be a time to exhale and to renew yourself. And if that's something you need, if you're struggling right now, check out restoringleaders.org uh, and check out the restoration retreat section and uh, get yourself signed up for that retreat. Uh, if I can serve you in any way, if you need coaching, if you're stuck and your ministry stuck and you need a fresh voice and you need someone to talk to and to listen to, check out kmccoach.net uh, where you can sign up for, again, for a clarity call and find out if KMC Coach is for you. Most of all, my friends, remember Ephesians 1, 4, for he has chosen us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. God bless you, my friends. Stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.